We make it rain on them hoes. Yes, people. It is Wednesday, which means it's preview time. And on this chin check, we look ahead at Friday's LFA. LFA 106, which is um, the last LFA for a few weeks. Right before they start a new residency And this one has a main event of Josh Silvera Against Rafael Viana And then we take a look at UFC on ESPN 23 Which is headlined by Dominic Reyes and Yuri Prohaska So um, yeah Two fun events, people. So let's uh, let's get it popping, right? So Friday night we've got LFA 106, which is um yeah the last event for a few weeks, right? Headlined by Silvera. Against Vienna But before we get to that The main card starts With a heavyweight clash between Trevor Wallace And Bubba Grant So Canvas Savage Bubba Grant Who is 7 and 6 Coming into the fight Off of a win So um, he beat Chris Bell Uh that was over in Universal Combat League But the fight took place October 2019 So he hasn't fought in a little while Hasn't fought in a little while And this would be his promotional debut So when you look at the record, right He's, um, yeah You know, most of his wins are coming by TKO You know, when when you look, yeah, that's how he's stopping a fight Right? Now, he is going up against the right-handed Crow Cop I mean, what? That is a very odd A very odd nickname, Trevor Wallace Mm. You might want to change that It's a little convoluted But, you know, Wallace is 4-0 So he he is definitely newer in his career So on a 5 fight win streak When you counter in, um, you know, the uh, amateurs and all of that But he has also won all these fights via TKO yeah? So this will be his second fight in LFA He last fought um, LFA 99 Dennis V. Charente And that was February this year He fought three times Three times last year in 2020 Which was, um, yeah, he, he made his pro debut yeah, Over at Summit FC Fought again for them and then in CFFC So uh, yeah, I mean he's been active Which is definitely a good thing And also he understands 
you know, these, these current COVID procedures. Um, which I think, uh, you know, when you, when you look at everything, oh, Grant won't, right? So I, I kind of feel, you know, although Grant has got more fights, I, I feel that, um, you know, Wallace comes in with probably more momentum. So I'm going to say that Wallace, he's going to be able to get the job done here. So, yeah, I'm going with Trevor Wallace for the win. So we then go to the ladies strawweight division and we've got G- Gianna Goudin against Catherine Paprocki. So, um, you know, Pro- Pap Rocky. Yes, Pap Rocky. She's two and one, coming in off a loss in her last fight, which was, I mean, when you, you know, see who she fought, right? She fought Emily Ducott. Right, Emily Ducott in Extreme Fight Night 356. So that was February 2019. And when you see what Ducott has gone and been done over in uh, Invicta, you gotta go, okay, alright. I mean, that, yeah, because Ducott is, she's a beast, very skilled. But interesting enough, she does have a win, though, over Isis Verbic, who has been performing extremely well over in Icon, you know, recently. So that win was in Invicta 32 back in November 2018. So, um, yeah, the, the thing about Paprocki, she's kind of split her career, so she's done boxing, Mai Tai, um, and MMA, you know, so, you know, where she didn't fight in MMA last year, she did have a boxing fight, Rumble in the Bay 3, so, you know, there, there is that, um, but yeah, you know, I, Fighting over those three different disciplines, it would kind of tell you that she does have, um, yeah, she does have use of her weapons, right, which is definitely a a big thing, I mean, on one night at SCL's Queen of Sparta, she fought boxing, Mai Tai and MMA, winning all three, so, I think that's pretty big, you know. But then you've got the inactivity in MMA, right? But, uh, yeah, that's Paprocki. Now, she's going in against um, Gianna Goodin, right, who is 2-0, but on a 10-fight win streak. So, um, that's interesting, right, because... It means she had a good amateur career, which not everyone does. A lot of people want to, you know, skip the amateurs and go straight pro. Or, you know, they have one or two amateur fights and then, boom, then it's straight pro. 
So I, you know, I would say that her doing um doing a solid amateur, you know, program, hey, that that gives her a lot. Gives her a lot, right? Uh, she did actually fight Hannah Guy, uh, who's um now over in Bellator. You know that ended in a no contest, but uh, you know. That's an interesting one. So she um, made a pro debut June 2019 at Invicta 35. She beat Valerie Wong. Got a split decision win there. She then fought at um, Invicta 40. So July last year, she um, got a decision over Shelby Corin. You know, so uh, yeah. Both decent, right? And um, she did have a grappling match, you know, also uh, last year, but that ended in a no contest. Looks like someone headbutted someone, which, uh, yeah, not what you do in jujitsu. <laughs> not what you do. I would say that I, th I think she's possibly got the momentum here. You know, because, yeah, she, she's got the very strong amateur career. And then, um, you know, she's two fights in Invicta, which is huge, right? Especially she fought last year. So um, there is also that. I I would say that she gets it done. Yeah. Now, I, I'd say Paprocki, you know, she as I said, look, she fought Ducott. And she fought Veerbic, who are both very good. So that's impressive. But, um, yeah, I, I, I kind of feel that she's got more MMA experience than Paprocki. You know, so, yeah, I am going... Yeah, fuck it, people. I'm going with Gooden for the win here. You know? Um, so... We then, from there, we go to the men's featherweight division. We've got um, Sheedan Lachia against Edwin Chavez. So, Chavez, he's 4-0 on a 10-fight win streak. When, um, yeah, you add the amateurs, didn't lose a, didn't lose a fight in his amateur career. So, uh, yeah, made his pro debut September 2019. Um, fought for the LFA that same year. So, LFA 79, Roville v. Williams. Uh, beat Michael Santos. Um, fought at LFA 91. Niguni v. Torres. So, that was September 2020. Got a rear naked choke in the first round against Keelan Fantry. And um, he then fought a month later for MCF. Beat Jordan um, Dooney via decision. So, yeah, I, I'd say that's all very promising. Well, and his pro, his debut, he um, won by TKO. So, uh, yeah, there is that. Now... His opponent, right, steadfast Cheedon Lachia. 
He is 7-2, coming off a loss in his last fight. That was at Bellator 236, and he lost to Ruth and Stutes. But, I mean, Stutes is a very, you know, that's a tough opposition right there. So that fight took place in December 2019. Um, before that, he had a win over Yoto Seguki. So that was at X1 World Events 49. That was in April 2018. Um yeah, I like he's got a lot of fights, but he hasn't necessarily fought recently. Yeah. I, I think that's the big one. He did fight on the 2017 contender series, right? Lost to John Castaneda. Uh got you know, that went to a decision. Which, um, you know, I can definitely see how he got to the contender, you know, with, um, is it five, six wins, six solid wins on the regionals, you know, um, now he, it looks like he's got some, you know, submissions, some TKOs, though his last submission was January 2017, so yeah, I would say there's a there's inactivity with this. You know, definitely some inactivity with this, which um you know Chavez doesn't have. So I think I'm gonna go with Chavez. Yeah. I think I'm gonna go with Chavez. You know, Chavez he he won by submission in September twenty twenty. You know, LFA 91. Um, he's also got TKOs. And then when you factor in the amateur career, I think they're pretty even when it comes to their MMA. So, yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Edwin Chavez for the win here, people. So we're then with the Bantamweights. And we have Carl Estrada against Tyler Wilson. So Wilson, he is six and three, coming off a loss in his last outing, which was at BTC eight in November twenty nineteen. He uh, lost a decision to Matthew D. Marcantino. Uh, before they beat Morgan Rhymes at Elite One MMA. Uh, lost to Cole Smith at BFL fifty nine. All um all in uh, you know during twenty nineteen. Um, yeah, you know he's got some he's got some submissions on the record. Does like a rear naked choke. He's um yeah got a TKO win as well. So yeah, you know what I mean. He he's got some, he's definitely got some good experience. Had some good experience in the amateurs as well. You know, all very good. Uh, going up against the Hooser, Carl Estrada, who is ten and six. He's coming off a couple of losses. Coming off a couple of losses himself, uh, but. 
that was to uh, Kevin Adividad, right, at LFA 85, Hughes v. Dinopolis. So that was July last year. And then um, November 2019, he lost to Adrian Yanis, right, was on the main, you know, he, he headlined with Yanis uh, for that one. But both are now in the UFC, right? So that's a high caliber of opponents there. He's fought, yeah, a good few times in the LFA. And when you look at it, his last three wins are two UFC fighters. You know, Nadividad, Yanis, and Luis Smoker. Yeah? Who he lost to at CXF. 15, you know, so, yeah, there's, you know, there's no shame in that, um, he's got, uh, TKOs, right, it's one by TKO, and he grinds out a victory, no, which is, uh, yeah, definitely good look, so, you know what, I feel I'm gonna go, yeah, I I feel I'm gonna go with Estrada for the win here. Right, he he's definitely fought some high caliber opponents. Took Yanis to a um to a decision, right? Which uh you know that's definitely something. When you you know we've seen what Yanis can do. Right, he's definitely been a bit of a highlight real fighter over in the UFC. Yeah, and he, you know, he can get stopped. He stopped someone via leg kicks. You know, which is definitely, ooh, says a lot. I mean, it says ow. <laughs> I mean, like, don't kick me. That's what it definitely says. But yeah, I, I think Estrada. I think he gets it done, right? I, I think he's fought probably that higher caliber of opponent. So um, yeah. We're gonna go with Cal Istradia. Um then people that takes us to the co main event. We have Toyon Gavio against Terence McKinney. Ooh This is a lightweight encounter and uh you know T Rex Right, old um, Terence McKinney, he's eight and three, coming off a win in his last fight, which was against Diedrich Saunders uh, at SHP 59. So that was a very quick fight, around 16 seconds into the first round, and that took place in March this year. March this year, so, um, yeah, he lost to Derek Mina at MCF 18, that was in October 2019, and before that, Sean Woodson on uh, the 2019 Contender Series, so, both, both in the UFC, you know, so, uh, yeah, no shame right there, he's got, um, you know, submissions, TKOs, you know, on the old record, which, uh, yeah, that's, um, 
That's impressive. Right? You know, definitely, um, definitely interesting. Right? Um, now, he's going up against Mahajo. You know, old Tonino Gavano, who is 10 and 4, coming off three wins. Okay, so um, he beat Josh Marsh at LFA 80. So that was a split decision in January 2020. Uh, Vince Frischilone at LFA 58. So that was January 2019. Got a flying knee finish there. And then Derek Perez at KOTC. And that was September 2018. So his last loss was at LFA 24. Where uh, Corey Sanhagen. Yeah, Corey Sanhagen hit him with a, you know, head kick. And, um, yeah, we've seen... Where uh, Corey Sanhagen has gone from there. You know, that was in October 2017. Um, you know, definitely looks like he's got heavy hands. Won a lot of fights via TKO. Um, got some kicks in there as well. Head kicks. Spinning back fists. You know, he's got a good variety of finishes here. Um... I, I, yeah, the only thing being, you know, there's a level of inactivity. A level of inactivity here. But, yeah, you definitely would say he's a good fighter. But, because of the inactivity, I'm, I'm kind of feeling that I might go with McKinney. Yeah. Think I'm gonna go with T Rex for the win, people. Which it then takes us to the main event itself. Now this is a light heavyweight affair. We've got Joshua Silvera against Rafael Viana. So Gaucho. Old Rafael Viana, he is six and one, coming off a loss in his last fight, which was to uh, Devin Clark, right? But yeah, that was in the old RFA days. You know, they actually headlined that card. Um, yeah, hurt his hand in the second round. That fight was April twenty sixteen, so a long time ago. Um, and uh, yeah, before that he was fighting a lot in Brazil. You know, he um, yeah, he's got he got a few uh, submissions, anaconda, arm triangle. You know, so there is that. But he is going up against Joshua Silvera, who oh. Looks extremely impressive in his last fight. He's 4 0 on an eight fight win streak. Um, he beat Matt Paul at LFA 98, Fiend v. Oliveira. So that was in January um, this year. He beat Fernando Alvado at LFA 93 
October last year. Also, he fought in August last year. So, you know, he's been getting the fights in. Yeah, and as I said, look, he looked very good. You know, in both of those LFA wins. You know, and the fact that, you know, he fought in 2019, twice in 2020, and he's fought this year. I think that says a lot. Says a lot. Also, you know, he's got the amateur fights. So he fought 2016 and then three times in 2017. So, yeah, he's been active. He's been active and he's been winning very well. So, you know, I'm I'm gonna have to go with Joshua Silvera for the win here, people. You know, that's where we're gonna go. But hey, this is a very good test for him. Uh, because although, you know, what I mean? although Viana, yeah, he hasn't fought since 2016. He's got um a lot of fights under the belt. Got a lot of fights under the belt. He's also, you know, he's got a jiu-jitsu background too. So, um, you know, it, it should be a, a stiff test for Silvara. Although, you know, you might look and go, hey, Silvara should win this, which I think he should. But it is definitely not going to be a walk in the park, which is a good thing. All right. So, yeah, going to go with Joshua Silvara. For the win. And um, should be a fun night. So Saturday night. We got UFC on ESPN 23. Reyes v. Um, Prokaharis. And yo. I mean. Coming off of the incredible event. UFC 261 was. Can this live up? I mean, there's there's a lot, right? There is a lot on Nissy's shoulders, right? And we've got some fire events coming up. We really do, you know. What I mean? So, I mean, it, it it's a tough one, but yo, know, we've got twelve solid fights on the card, and when you look at it, right, there is um. You know, the, the whole main card is straight fire, right? Straight fire, including one of the prelims. Then we've got um, we've got one debut, one person making their debut on this card. And the other fights, the other fights are a lot of fighters who are um, coming off losses. Who, who might have made their debut and didn't go that well for them, which is kind of good, right? Because there's going to be a fire under these cats' asses, you know, because no one wants to lose. Or if you've been on a run and then you lose, no one wants that. So, yeah, there's a lot of people on this card who either want to set the record straight or... Uh, straight killers And they're going to be putting on One head of a show So either way We're going to get some great friggin' fights People you know, Which is um, Yeah 
always what we want, right? Always what we want. So, um, yeah, it's going to be fun. Now, hopefully we don't lose any, but, you know, fingers are crossed, people. Fingers are crossed, but as we do, let's start with the prelims, people. So we start the night with the featherweights, right? We got Luke Saunders against Felipe Carrales. And, um, you know, Cabaco, oh, Felipe Carrales, he's at 9 and 2, coming off a loss, though, in his last fight, which was against Montel Jackson. Uh, that was January last year, all right? And, um, you know, he made his debut in February 2019. You know, he lost to Gerardo de Fratos. He then won a split decision over Domingo Pelate in um, July 2019. Um, and then there was a loss to Jackson. So it's been, you know, lose, win, lose. Right now, before that, he'd been doing his thing over in the amateurs and like the regionals, even. And, um, yeah, he's got a good number of wins. He does like a submission, right? And he mixes it up, you know, arm triangle, rear naked, guillotine, which is all good. Now, he's gonna be going up against cool hand. Luke Sanders, who is um, 13 and 4, also coming in off a loss, uh, which was to Nate Manez in um, November last year. Yeah, he got caught by a rear naked choke in the second round. Now, Saunders, you know, he, he's been around for a while. He came in. Via, you know, that last RFA Legacy FC card Where they went up against each other in um, May 2015 Made his UFC debut January 2016 Beat Maximin Blanco But then after that, it's been a little up and down You know, he wins one, loses one Or maybe two, then he wins you know, so he's not been able to put together a streak. He does, though, have a win over Renan Barrera, you know, which, um, hey, not the Renan Barrera who was ripping it up back in the day, but it's still Barrera, right? Still got it done, still got a finish, you know, a TKO. So, um, hey, there is that. There is that. And... I kind of think, when you look at it, because he also does have submissions on the record, right? So, Corrales, you know, good fighter, he's got submissions, but Saunders has the hands as well. So, he could submit you and he could turn the lights out. So, I think he just has a, a few more weapons, which is a big one, right? So, I kind of feel that, uh, yeah... Saunders gets the win here, yeah, so from there, we go to our middleweights, and we've got KB Buller against Andreas Michalaitis, so, the Spartan Andreas Michalaitis, he's 12 and 4, coming off a loss in the last fight, right, 
So that, though, was um, against Modesta Bukakis, right? It was over on Fight Island July last year. Now, they were both making their promotional debut that night. And um, Bukakis put on one hell of a display. You know what I mean? It was a very good first round. Um, but over in the regionals, you know, Mikolaitis, he'd been doing very well, got a lot of finishes. You know, most of his wins were finishes. He does have, um, does have a, you know, a, a submission up in there as well. And he goes against, um, he goes up against KB Buller, the Bengal, right? Who is eight and one, but also coming off a loss. I think he also fought on Fight Island. You know, fought Tom Breeze. Now, what I do know, that was a late replacement. I think that Buller was meant to be fighting on the contender. But due to, um, you know, situations, he got the call up to face Breeze, which, you know, no one's going to turn down, right? And, um, yeah, Buller, he's been on the reach, you know, doing his thing. Um, got some TKOs, also got a nice selection of uh, submissions. You know, Anaconda, North-South, you know. Um, so, I kind of feel that Buller might be able to get it done here. You know, he, I just think he's got the submissions as well as the hands. You know, so yeah, I think I'm going to go with, um, yeah, Buller to get the win. But it is, hey, that one, it's, it's kind of a toss-up. Both very similar athletes. Very skilled. Both want to set that record straight, people. So from there, we go to the latest strawweight division. And we've got Sam Page, Sam Hughes. So she, um, you know, been doing very well in the LFA. You know, was definitely one to watch. And she got a last minute call up. To uh, step in and face Tisha Torres. You know, so I believe that was um, that was a time when Angela Hill got ill, right? Angela Hill got COVID, right? She's meant to f- rematch with Tisha at uh, UFC 256, Figueredo v. Moreno. That was um, December last year. And, yeah, she stepped in and... Um, yeah, her eye got fucked up, couldn't see, but she was outclassed, right? She was outclassed on the night, and you could just see with the body language, even before the ref, that you know, the, called in the doctor that she was, she didn't know what to do, didn't know what to do. So this is... You know, this is a fight that she wants, right? She wants to um, set that record straight, people. Right? You know, as I said, look, she was putting on a very good display over in um, LFA. Nearly became the first strawweight champion. You know, but got caught 
Oh my gosh, got caught in the fourth round by Vanessa Dolopopoulos with an inverted triangle. Yeah, but she was winning that fight. Was straight up winning that fight, but got caught. Yeah, so, um, hey, you know, she's good. She's very good. But yeah, you know, she's won by um, submission. You know, Rear Naked is her, is her favourite, it would seem. But also, you know, she's got a guillotine. Um, she does have a uh, TKO stoppage. Problem, though, for Hughes. She's going in there against Luma Lukabume. Luma Lukabume, who? Oh, my gosh. She's 5-2. and two. Coming in off of a win, um, yeah, but she, I mean, she fought in Invicta, Invicta 35, and she is out, and Invicta for 27, actually, and she just looked so good, she comes off of a, um, you know, a, a, a Mai Tai background, which you can definitely see, Right, you can definitely see, uh, but she has adapted her style, right? So she made her debut October 2019. Uh, she beat um, Alastra Albo, right, at UFC on ESPN plus 20. Um, and then she fought Angela Hill. She lost to Hill, but you know, Angela Hill is legit. So that's no shame in that. Now she came back from that, and oh man, she put on a tremendous performance against Jin Yufei. You know, so that was um, October last year. Yeah, the heel fight was February last year. You know, so yeah, I I feel that yeah, look, Bume, she's probably got a bit too much for Hughes. She's very solid. You know, she she's just shown a very good takedown defense. Her kicks are oh, her kicks are great, right? If if you think that Rose's knockout of um, Wiley was good, you know, like look, Boomy's kicks, no tails, no tails in the kick. So yeah, I I I think um, I think she's gonna have a little bit too much. For for Hughes, and also like the improvements you see in look boomy with every fight. You know, I mean, she she's definitely um, yeah, definitely putting it together. So uh, hey, that, it's an interesting one. But yeah, go and look boomy. So we then go to the men's featherweight division. We've got Kai Kamaka against T.J. Brown. So, old uh, downtown T.J. Brown, he's 14 and 8, coming off a couple of losses. Right, so, he got to the UFC via the 2019 Contender Series. He beat Dylan Lockhart, um, but made his debut against Jordan Griffin, you know. It's tough as hell. Uh, that was February 2020. Lost that fight. 
guillotine in the second round. He then fought Danny Chavez in August 2020, UFC 252. Miocic recall me a free and um, lost a decision there. Now, when you look at you know what he'd done uh, before that, you know to get to the UFC, he won a few by TKO, right? Got a couple of head kick wins, which a hey, super impressive. You know he's also got submissions. Does like an arm triangle. He got the contract with an arm triangle. You know, so um yeah, definitely he's definitely got skills now. He's going up against the fighting Hawaiian Kai Kamaka, who is eight and three, coming off a loss. Uh, Kamaka, he's um, yeah, he's fought in the UFC a couple of times. Beat Tony Kelly on his debut. Actually, they fought on the same card at UFC two fifty two, right? Um, he uh, looked very good that night. He lost to Jonathan Pierce in uh, November last year, right? Second round. Um, yeah, I think if I remember correctly, he was winning that first round. Yeah, so he, he came to UFC via Bellator and LFA. You know, got some good wins over uh, in those divisions. Um does have a submission, but that was way back in August 2014, you know, uh, yeah, I feel I'm gonna go with, um, Kamaka, right, I, I just, yeah, no, sorry, I think going with Brown, even, right, even, no, Kamaka has got you know, has got um maybe more fights. Mm, or does he? I don't think he does actually. But yeah, I, I think Brown he just has um a bit more in the attack arsenal. Right? He's got the submissions, he's got punches, head kicks. Yeah, I think he just brings a little bit more to the party. Which um definitely invaluable fights out of um glory, which a hey, having um you know James Krause in your corner is always always huge, right? So uh, yeah, I'm gonna say T J Brown, he gets it done, um but another good fight. So from there, people. We, um, yeah, we go to the ladies' uh, strawweight division. We got Ronda Marcos against Luna. Um, no, 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 we do not, people. Wrong fight, wrong fight. Sorry, we go to the ladies' flyweight division. We've got Pollyanna Botello against Luna Carolina. Yes. So, Dread Luna Carolina. She is 6-2. Right? Coming off a loss in the last fight, which was against Arena Lipsky. That was uh, July last year. 
Alright, so um, she came to the UFC via the 2018 Contender Series, beat uh, Maybelly Lima, right, um, fought at UFC 237, Nama Nunes v. Andrade won, right, um, and she, uh, yeah, won that against Priscilla Cochera. But, yeah, lost to Lipsky. It was a nasty knee bar. Ugh. Oh, my gosh. Um, so, she does have some TKOs. You know, does have some TKO wins. She, though, is going up against uh, Pollyanna Botatello, who is 8-3, and three, also coming in off of a loss. That was to Gillian Robeson. In um, October last year. But, you know, Robeson, a beast. Beast. Um, her other loss was to um, Cynthia Calvillo. So, both. Both. Legit. Legit. Crazy-ass fighters. She does have wins, though, over, like, Lauren Muller. Um, Ciro Kondo. Pearl Gonzalez, right, and the Gonzalez one was interesting, because Gonzalez, you know, Gonzalez had the dominant positions, but, but Hello was the one, like, trying to fight, she was, you know, throwing, and being mad active, so, uh, yeah, that was interesting, right, so, uh, yeah, I mean, she does have a TKO win over Lauren Muller, Right, and then um, in the regionals, yeah, she's got a few TKOs there as well. Um, oh, I mean, it's a tough one, but I think I'm going to go with uh, Botatello for the win here. Yeah, she's got a very good team around her. So, yeah, I'm going to say Botatello is able to get it. Done, uh, but should be definitely should be a good fight, and um, yeah, there are uh, you know, those people are our um, setting in straight fights. So we have one debut on the card, which is a Luna Pinheiro. Um, this is a strawweight fight. She is fighting Randa Marcos, right? So I'm um, Pinero. She's eight and one on a six-fight win streak, which is uh, very impressive. Now she's coming to the promotion via last year's contender series. She uh, beat Stephanie Frutos in the first round. So, yeah, big one right there. And, um, you know, all the wins are by stoppage, right? All the wins are by stoppage. She uh, has a number of submissions, right? And she's got a, a few TKOs as well. So, very impressive. But she is going up against the vet. The Quiet Storm, Randa Marcos, who is 10, 
10 and 1. And um, this could be a make or break for Marcos, right? She's on a free fight losing streak. So you kind of feel that, um, you know, if she loses, that might be it for her. But you have to say, her last three losses, I mean, all very good fighters, right? Amanda Ribas, Mackenzie Dern, and Kananko Morata, right? All very legit. And the last two fights, the Morata and the Dern, yo, there was only a couple of months in between. She tried to get back on it, you know? I would say, you know, she did take Rebus to a decision, which is impressive, right? Um, got caught in an arm by by Dern, but who hasn't, right? Who hasn't? You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, you know she she's got some. She beat Ashley Yoda. She beat Angela Hill via armbar, you know, which is very good win, right? Got a a draw with Marina Rodriguez, who um you know. We saw what she did in her last fight, right? Going to be headlining her first card um, next week. So, yeah, there is that. You know, she's she's fought a lot of top fighters as a, a win over Carla Esparza. You know? So, um, definitely... She's definitely there. Came to UFC via season 20 of The Ultimate Fighter. You know, she she's tough. Random Marcus, you know, she's definitely a tough one. Just, yeah, kind of struggles to be able to put it all together. Right? And just get a, a streak going. Right? It's usually win-lose, win-lose for her. But, um, yes, this, the, I mean, she's got to win over, like, Tisha Torres and Felice Herring, you know, great wins right there. When you see what, you know, all of these people have gone to do. Um, but, yeah, she needs this win, definitely needs this win. We do see her, um... Her focus going fights. We do see that. And I think with Pinheiro coming in on such a great streak of form. I think Pinheiro gets it done. You know. I think she's going to be dialed in. Focused. think she gets it done. Um, Yeah. So yeah I'm going to go with Pereira. Yeah, it would be a shame for Marcos to, um, yeah, get cut. But, you know, hey, this is the um, the toughest division, right? So, yeah, I'm going to go with Pereira. So, when you look at this car, people, there are certain fights that just jump out to you and go, yo, right? Now, the first of those fights that should be straight fire... Is it's a prelim one. It's a featherweight challenge between Gabriel Benitez and Jonathan Pierce. So JSP 
He's at 10 and 4, coming off a win in his last fight, which is the um, Kai Kamaka one from November last year. Uh, he came via the 2019 Contender Series, lost his debut, but that was against Joe Lozon, right? But yeah, it looked very good in the Kamaka fight. Um, you know, before that, yeah, he'd been just wrecking people, right? Just um, a lot of finishes, a lot of finishes. Hit a free fight skid, but then just bounced back, bounced back. Went to, um, you know, Bellator, got a couple of wins, and then um, a couple more on the regionals before going to the contender. So, yeah, super, super impressive. You know, uh, a lot of stoppages, definitely a lot of stoppages. Does have um a submission up in there as well, right? Uh, Mowgli of Gabriel Benitez, 22 and 8, right? Coming off a win in his last fight, which was against Justin Gaynus. First round, ugh, just ripped those knees to the body. So that was December last year. Um, so, uh, yeah, he's he's been in the UFC for a little while, right? Came via season one of the Latin American Ultimate Fighter, right? Um, made his a debut, UFC 180, for Doom v. Hunt. Beat Herberto Brown Morrison. Got a guillotine. Um, yeah, you know. There's some losses up in there. You know, but he got some big wins. Right? Beat Jason Knight. Um, Sam Cecilia. Clay Collard. Who uh, picked up a big win in the PFL uh, last week. Right? So, um, yeah. Had a bit of a rough patch, but it was Sadiq Yusuf and Omar Morales, which ain't no shame in that. But yeah, it said, look, bounce back, beat Justin Gaynus, and he fights out of AKA, you know, so a very good gym, very good training. He's got TKOs, he's got submissions, right? So, uh, yeah, it is a tough one. I think Mowgli might just have. The edge, but this fight, whoo, this is a very good fight, people, very good fight, I am looking forward to that one, right, so we then, it's straight main card from there, bantamweight clash between Marab Dallasvili and Cody Stamen, so the Spartan, got two Spartans on the card, but Cody Stamen, he is a 19-3-1, coming off a loss in his last fight, which was against Jimmy Rivera. And Jimmy Rivera, that night, whew, he looked very good, very good. Right, um, he beat uh, Brian Kelleher before that, though, at UFC 250, Nunes v. Spencer. Um, those fights were kind of back-to-back. So the Kelleher fight was in June last year, 
and then um yeah fought again in July right which um yeah super impressive right and i yeah i think that was coming off believe that was coming off the loss of his brother so yeah i mean there was a lot in that you know definitely a lot in that got a draw of young sedong song yadong which um yeah that's impressive because sedong oh very good you know, so he's been in the UFC for a little while. Uh, made his debut at UFC two thirteen. Romero v Whitaker one, July twenty seventeen. Beat Terry on Um So yeah, you know, it's a solid, very solid fighter. He's going up against the machine. Marab Dalashvili, who's twelve and four on a five-fight win streak, but so the thing with that is, and I say it all the time, I know, I know, but the Frankie signs and the Ricky Simone fights should have been wins, right? Very, very weird, weird decisions right there. But even though they're not wins, he went on and won the next five, right? They have uh, Terry on Ware as a shared opponent. Both got wins over him. And, um, yeah, Marab, Terry on Ware, Brad Katona, who at the time, you know, was the, um, you know, ultimate fighter winner. And I think he was unbeaten, right? So he then beat Casey Kenny. Gustav Lopez, you know, and John Dobson. So, uh, yeah, Marab has just been, man, putting on displays. Beat Tony Gravely at Ring of Combat, and Gravely had a great win just just a couple of weeks back, you know. So, um, Marab, he's legit. Beat Rufon Stotes, who, again... Got a very good win just the other day over in Bellator. So, yeah, Marab just does it, man. You know, and never seems gassed. Never seems gassed. You know? And it's funny, right? Got the um, call to the UFC from uh, looking for a fight. Right, they'd gone to check out someone else, the opponent, and Marab won. I believe that was Rufon Stoutz. Yeah, I, I, I think that was that was the thing. Because Stoutz was um, unbeaten at the time, right? But yeah, Marab, man, and yeah, I think Marab gets it done here. You know. It's, it's, it's tough to go against Marab. So, yeah, I'm saying Marab gets the win. Um, we then have a very good middleweight fight. We have strong, yeah, Sean Strickland against Christoph Jocko. Right? And, um, you know, yeah, great Great fight, man. Jocko, he is 22 and 4, coming off three straight wins. Last being Eric Anders in May last year. 
before they beat Marco Andrade Barrett and then Alon Amadensky. Okay, so um and he's been in the UFC for a little while, right? Made his debut in December 2013. Beat Bruno Santos. And um yeah, you know, got some good wins. Got some good wins, but um, you know, went on a little bit of a bad streak. David Branch, Uriah Hall, Brad Tavares, but yeah, then came back blazing with these three last wins. So yeah. So um yeah, good fighter, got a few TKOs. Um but you know, he's grinding out that your decision, he's taking you to dark waters He's going up against Tarzan Sean Strickland Who is 22 and 3 Also on a 3 fight win streak So beat Brendan Allen In um, November last year Which, man he, he was second round But he was winning He won that first round And yeah, just put Put the finishing touches early into that second. Uh, beat Jack Marshman before that. And Nordine Taleb before that. Uh, so, yeah, he, he's been around for a little while as well. You know, made his um, UFC debut in uh, March 2014. Beat Bubba McDaniel. Um... And yeah, you know, he, he's fought some tough people. Yeah, Santiago Ponsonibio uh, was his first loss in the UFC. But yeah, then went on, put, got, picked up another lot of great wins. You know, fought Kamara Usman at UFC 210. Right? Um, I mean, you know, it's Usman. We've seen what Usman has done. But, you know, Strickland, he's legit. Strickland's straight up legit. He's got submissions. He's got TKOs. Man. I, it, you know, I think Strickland gets it done here too. You know? So, um, we then, man, got a light heavyweight clash. Ion Kutalava against Dustin Jacoby. And um, the hyena. Not the hyena, actually. It's the... Hanyak, Hanyak, Dustin Jacoby, 14 and 5 on a 4 fight win streak. And people, so listen, everyone knows this is Jacoby's second stint. Second stint in the UFC, right? First um, was there in 2011, fought in 2012. Didn't go his way. So, went to the regionals, right? You know, got some wins. You know, beat Andrew Sanchez back in the day, right? Um, Who went on to win the Ultimate Fighter. You know, but he then went into kickboxing. So, he went to glory, got some wins over there. You know, did his thing. Fought some tough people. Right, came back to um, MMA for a little bit, but went back to kickboxing. Really went on a killing streak, 
right? Ooh, beat Carl Roberson over at Glory 27, you know? Um, and, yeah, then made the move back, right? Made the move back. Full on last year's contender series. Beat Ty Flores. And then, boom, made his debut October last year. Beat Justin Ledet. Then he beat Maxim Grisham in February this year. And he has looked very, very good. He's going up against the Hulk, though. Right, Ion Kutalabra, who is 15 and 6, won no contest, coming off a couple of losses, which I mean, same person, Magdalev and Kaleyev. Um, yeah, first one was you know, weird, second one's pretty decisive, though. You know, um, he's been around for a while, you know, been around for a while, made his debut against Misha Shurkanov. In um, June 2016. Right. And it's been a bit. You know. Win loss. Win loss. For him. But he's fought. Tough. Opposition. You know. Glover Teixeira. Right. Misha. Jared Cannonier. You know. Very tough people. Right. Um, And he is always. Always down for a scrap. Always down for a scrap. Yeah, the fight with Khalil Roundtree. Woo! Man, you know, we ended that one quick. Ended that one quick. He can be reckless, right? He loves to throw down, but he can be reckless. And I think that's going to be his problem in this fight. You know, because Jacoby. He is the smaller, light heavyweight, but very composed. He's got those kicks, which he's refined from his time doing kickboxing. And he will catch you. Will catch you. His hands are very good as well. So, yeah, I'm going Justin Kokobi for the win. We then have a killer co-main event. Killer co-mainer went featherweight Cub Swanson against Chiga Kadezi. And, oh, this is a great fight. So the ninja, Giga Kadezi, 12-2 on a seven-fight win streak. You know, made his UFC debut in uh, September 2019. Beat Brendan Davis, Jamal Emmers. And both of those were a split decision. And I will say Emmers took that fight on short notice. And he did look good. Emmers did look good, right? He then fought, um, well, not quite then. But, you know, he, he, he's got some good wins. Like, I, Owen Rivera, Omar Morales, Jamie Simmons... And I will say, I think we really noticed something in the Morales fight. Because in that one, and Morales is legit. But Jigazi's takedown defense was so good in that fight. You know, we just seen so many improvements. 
Um, and then, phew, the the Simmons fight, head kick, woo, turned the lights out November last year, right? Now he um you know he 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 went to the contender series, didn't do, wasn't able to get it done, but went back to the regionals, got two very good wins, got he got his shot, which is, yeah, I mean that says a lot. I think that says a lot. And he is down to fight. He's down to fight. So he's going up against, you know, Cub Swanson, who, uh, 27 and 11, right? So straight up that. You know, fought in the WEC. You know, just really fought everyone. Wins over some of the biggest names, right? Wins over some of the biggest names, people. It's super, super impressive. Beat Dustin Poirier back in February 2013. You know? Beat Jeremy Stevens, Dennis Seaver, Charles Oliveira, Ross Pearson. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was a mainstay in um, the WEC. Full man, it, <laughs> For everyone over there, everyone, Jens Pulver, Jose Aldo, you know, I think he fought Jose in his debut, right, Chad Mendes, he, man, he fought killers, straight killers, never, never taking, never taking a step backwards, you know what I mean, so made his UFC debut on UFC on Fox 1, Back in November 2011. And hasn't really looked back since. Fought Frankie. Fought Max. You know what I mean? Brian Ortega. Man. So yeah. He is legit. And he's on a two fight win streak. You know. Crone Gracie. Daniel Pineda. Oh I mean the Pineda fight. Oh. That was something. Right. And the Crone Gracie fight was very impressive too. You know, so um yeah, Cub Cub's legit. Cub's legit. I you know, even though though he has looked so good, so good of late, I kind of feel Cadaisy with the kicks, you know, everything like that. I think he I think he has the edge here. You know, which you know, I mean, it's tough because I like, I really like Cup. He's got a four-inch reach advantage, Kadezi. You know, Cub is actually, um, no, actually, yeah, he's got a two-inch, um, no, actually, it's more than two. Four-inch height difference as well. Kadezi's six foot, Cub's five-eight. So, yeah, you know, with that as well, yeah, it just gives him the edge. He can fight at range. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go Giga. But, hey, wouldn't be mad if Cub wins. Wouldn't be mad if Cub wins. But, yo, that is a great, great fight there, people. All of those fights just straight fire. And then we have the main Event light heavyweight clash, and um, 
yeah, it, it's, you know, kind of a UFC vet, you might say, right, against a newcomer who has looked very good, you know, so there's Dominic Reyes, who has, um, you know, been around for a little while, right, challenged for the belt, some people believe he won that one, right, and um, he's going up against, you know, Yuri Prokosius, who, you know, coming in off of um, Risen, had a great performance in his debut, so this fight, man, there is a lot, a lot going down here, you know, the devastator, Dominic Reyes, he's uh, 12 and 2, and he's coming in on a two-fight losing streak, which definitely a, uh, a, you know, big surprise, I think, to a lot of people, after the tear he kind of came in on, right, so, um, was the LFA champion, I believe, last fought for, for the organisation at LFA 13, beat Jordan Powell, then he came to the UFC, June 2017, beat Wakam Christiansen, then beat Jeremy Kimball, Jared Cannonier. Ovin St. Poo, Vulcan Uzumir, which, I mean, that was, that was a, you know what I mean, kind of thought Uzumir won that one, he beat Chris Weidman, then he had his title shot, right, had his title shot against John Jones, UFC 247, and it was, whew, it's a war, right, now, whatever you think, Jones definitely won those last two, you know, which is impressive, right? To come back and win, you know, the last two fight rounds. Now, I think John probably just did it. Was close. Was close. He then, you know, fought Jan Blovich for the belt, vacant belt at UFC two fifty three. And everyone thought after the Jones fight, it was going to be, you know, walking the park. But Beovich, whew, he got it done. He really got it done. So, yeah, that, that's been the crazy, you know, career for Reyes, who, you know, had been putting people away. Right? The Ovin St. Prier and the Vulcanier were the only decisions you know, coming up to, um, you know, those last two fights, so, yeah, I mean, we know he's got power, right, we know he's got power, but he goes in against Yuri Prakosa, right, who, um, yeah, 27 and 3, one draw, 11 fight win streak, 11 fight win streak, right, so was the Ryzen um, light heavyweight champion, yeah, Ryzen heavyweight champion, um, fought on their 2019, you know, end of year card, beat CB Dolloway, uh, 
So yeah, then he made his debut. UFC 251, Usman B. Masvidal won. Yeah, over on Fight Island, beat Vulcan Uzumir. Oh man, hit a superb right in the second round. I mean, the first round was back and forth. I mean, he was excited. There was a, you know, it was some, a little sloppiness going on, but yeah, put the stamp on it in the second. And, um, you know, when you look at everything, his um, last decision, right, was September 2016. Everything since finishes. Like, just... KOs, TKOs, he's uh, getting it done, which, yeah, super impressive, super impressive, and when you, you see the people, right, he, he beat, um, well, he avenged a loss to Mohamed Lawal, right, lost to, he, that was his last loss back in December 2015, you know, and then he, um, yeah, got that back in um, April 2019. So, beat him. Fabio Maldona, right? UFC vet there. Cibe Dolloway, UFC vet. You know, so he's beat, you know, top caliber opposition. Right? Beat Ishii. Right, who who's been doing his thing over at Submission Underground of late, and he also beat Vadim Nemkov, the current Bellator light heavyweight champion. So um, yeah, you know, he's impressive. He's definitely impressive. I uh, just man, he's just. Ending people, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just ending people. I, you know, I, I think as well, he's unorthodox, right? He, his punches come from different angles, I, and I think that's the interesting thing, right there. That's the real big interesting thing, and I think that possibly gets him the win, right? I think. Reyes is very good, and just because he lost the last two, you don't discredit him, you know? Definitely don't do that. But I do feel that, um, yeah, Yuri, it, it, he's just attacks are a little bit different, right? He, he's coming from those different angles. He's giving us different looks, and as long as he stays focused, isn't cocky, I think he can get the win. But I think this is going to be one hell of a main event. And I cannot wait, people. I cannot wait. But yeah, will it live up to UFC 261? I do not know. I do not know. But I feel it's going to be a fun one, people. And we'll find out Saturday night. Okay, people, so we've reached the end of another episode. So let's take a look and see um, what's happening with the fight. And we do have fight news, people. So that's a good one for you. So, first of all, 
um, a couple of Bellator fights. So, um, Darren, uh, no, Davion Franklin will be fighting Tyler King at uh, Bellator 259 on the 21st of May. And at the same event, Darion Cadwell is going to be fighting Leandro Higo um, at Bantamweight. So, uh, yeah. Uh, now, um, yeah, it was meant to happen. TJ Dillashaw, Corey Sanhagen. Unfortunately, that fight is off. Will no longer headline a card on the 8th of May. Right, so um, word is uh, Dillashaw got a cut, so he can't fight, but they're gonna look to um, reschedule ASAP. But in its place, um, it's thought that Michelle Waterstone Marina Rodriguez will become the new main event. That's a fun fight, people. So I'm all good. And also, with uh, you know, he's Sterling, he's just had the neck injury, so his rematch with Yan won't be until later in the year. So if this fight gets pushed back, it doesn't really matter as much. You know what I mean? Because whoever wins, they're not fighting for the title anytime soon. You know? So, uh, there you go. Now, in other interesting news, um, word is that we will be getting a new contender series. You know? So, um, we've already got the original, and then there's the Brazilian version. So, um, yeah, this time we're getting an Asian contingent to the mix, which, yeah, you know, makes sense, right? So, like the Brazilian one, this will take place at the apex, and it will consist of mostly, um, you know, Chinese um, fighters from the Asian, um, you know, continent. So, yeah, we have that to look forward to. Now, in other news, right, so on the 12th of June, Stephen Pedersen will be fighting Chase Hooper. So, that's at UFC 263. So, uh, intriguing fight right there. Uh, Then we jump to July. So, on the 17th, Rodolfo Vieira will be fighting Dustin Stoltzfus. And then we've got um, three fights for the 24th, right? So, first of all, we've got Mickey Gall against Jordan Williams. It's intriguing. They both want to, you know what I mean, come back to full effect. So, yeah, that's a good fight right there. Now, here's a fight that everyone was calling for. Randy Coaster against Adrian Yanis. Right? So, I think, um, yeah, they they wanted it for the 10th. But um, it's going to take place a few weeks after that. But it's still happening. And it is two very young in their career fighters. But, um, you know, they wanted it. So, let's go and then um 
Rafael Sansa will be fighting Kyla Phillips, which is another fun fight, people. But uh, yeah, that's it. We are done. So we will see you again on Friday to break down the news, people. Peace.